Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the Hip Hop Saved My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Let's sit back because it's time for the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. We are back. Um, I'm joined not by Rumash today. I'm joined by uh, B- director Ben Green and friend, but mainly director. How you doing, Ben? Very good. How are you? Very good. We're in LA, right? We are in Los Angeles. It's exciting, right? Yeah, it's good. Do you think LA lives up to your expectations of what you thought it was going to be like? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was, um, I was uh, thinking about. I was quite excited to be asked back after. Not been asked back for a while on because you you on the podcast you're talking yeah. about. I thought you went back to LA. No, 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 back on the podcast. Well, the reason that we left it a while is because you told that. Do you remember telling that dishwasher story? Yeah, yeah, and that was fucking awful. So like, funny you should say that. Go on. Uh, I think I, I've been thinking about it for a couple of months, and I've got a new story that I think will be more suited. Okay, that. before you go into the story, I just want to bring in our guests because I think they should be allowed to sort of uh, talk about <laughs> sure. this. This is the bit where we introduce our guest. So we are joined by two, uh, well, I'm so honoured to say that I'm joined by two artists who I'm a big fan of, and I know Ben is as well. God, that's such a wanky <laughs> thing to it's such a wanky thing to say. <laughs> I'm, about to, uh, I'm about to bring in a couple of guys who I'm a big fan of, and I know Ben is as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is uh, it is Dabla and Illaman. How you doing, boys? You good? All good. How All you right, doing, gentlemen? Way. All right, gents. Yeah, thank you very much. So this is like fucking the future, right? Because you're in London. Yeah. We're in LA. Are you in London now? Where exactly are yeah, you? We, def- we definitely got the short straw. Yeah, we're in we're in London, <laughs> North, North London. <laughs> right, wicked. Are you got? You're not Arsenal fans, either of you, by chance? No, no, That could have been a real, that could have been a real connection. So bad start. But um, <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking properly in a minute, but I, I wanted you boys in on the chat so you can hear this this anecdote from Ben. All right, so go whenever you're ready, mate. I, it's a bit more pressure than I, I thought it was just going to be us two. Today. Well, they'll still be listening, but they just start. But I'm not here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go right. for it whenever you're ready, mate. And um, well, I just wanted to. I thought as we're in LA, I wanted to bring a bit of um, bit of LA glamour. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to tell a story about. How Before you carry on, you do know. I just want to say you do know it's not necessary to have a story prepared for the beginning of the podcast. Well, it, I just thought there was a direct correlation between the dishwasher and me not being involved. Okay, fine, fine, guys. So this is a good story, you're saying. Um, I was. Uh, I've been working over here in LA. Yes. Uh, and. Can you just look interested? Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah. This is just my face, man. I can't. Okay, go on. <laughs> and and uh, I, I was. It was in the in the. I was doing anything with a car, right? Where we yeah. get celebrities in a car, um, carpool karaoke. Yes. And I was yeah. working on that for a little bit. Yeah. And I met. You uh, directed carpool yeah, karaoke. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, you got to like explain the fucking scenario, not yeah, just okay. You, okay. So you directed carpool karaoke, right? Go on. And we did an episode with Alicia Keys. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Alicia, 
Yeah. You know, I'm a huge Alicia Keys fan. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah. I mean, you've told me that you did carpool Alicia Keys, I think, maybe a hundred times in the last week. But have I ever played you a little snippet of what happened? No, go on, play, play the snippet. you got a snippet of what happened? You are, the question was, how am I... Is, is Hollywood living up to my expectations? OK, go on, play it. Go on. Alicia. Yes, babe. Can you hear that? Did you boys hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we did, love. That is Ali... I go, Alicia. Alicia. Yes, babe. And she says, yes, babe. Right. Thank you. Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. That is fucking Alicia Keys calling me babe. If that's not a story, I don't know what is. Okay, so that is the whole story. <laughs> I just put I, on my ring I time. have that on loop. I, that's how I go to sleep. It's how <laughs> I wake up. Yeah. It's also call. when I'm alone in a toilet as well. So uh, it's all three of them. Right, listen, no, listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So why can you give us a context for that conversation because that's how somebody that can tell a story would actually tell that yes babe no i've heard that but what, <laughs> what? Wait, play it again play it yeah, again play again, play again. Yeah. Well, fuck off boys we can whenever you want we can do this throughout this chat we can just have a little moment of silence and yes babe jesus christ <laughs> right listen anyway that's a great story what did you boys what did you think dabla Ilman, what did I, you was think? In, I was into that story man i'm speaking to yeah. someone that got called got called babe by alicia keys mate i'm gassed it's good. <laughs> thank, yeah. thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Ben. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> okay, listen, it is a genuine honour, boys, to have you on the show. Um, like, I'm a massive fan of both of you and um, and what you do. I was saying to Dabla, because when I was texting Dabla about this, getting this together, yeah. um, I was saying, your work ethic is disgusting. And, like, um, it's amazing. But... There's people here, I can't believe there are, but there may be people listening to this that aren't aware of exactly, because you guys do all sorts of shit, right? So can you sort of yep. break it down exactly all the different sort of projects that you're involved in, the different groups, and all, and, and like, so we just sort of get a real clear idea? Okay, sure. I'll go yeah, first. Go first. So, um, hi, my name's Andrew, rap name Dabla. How can I put this nicely? Politely go fuck yourself. You think I'm a drink to that cause it's pricey. None of that shit excites me. How can I put it in a way you be getting it so precisely? When I sum it up so concisely. Cause I don't give a fuck who likes me, bitch. I'ma do my thing and if that ain't good enough, you can spin. Could it all depend on what mood I'm in? I paint a masterpiece when I'm doodling, bitch. Oh gosh, shut the door, my toes squash. I'll be there for that whole nine. Become acclimatized to that cold wash. Been doing this since the uh, jungle era. And then, uh, sort of made it into like the old hip-hop sort of scene and that. Um, got signed to High Focus Records last year, released my debut album, which was um, a long time in the making, probably too long. I mean, I wish I'd probably enjoyed this in my 20s, but here we go, that's another little tangent. Um, also got our own little record label called Potent Funk. Um, I'm, in a, I'm in a crew which is on... Sorry, I've jumped the gun. I'm on a crew on High Focus called Dead Players with Jan Backstart and Ghost Town, who's the producer. And I'm in another crew called Problem Child, which is on our label, Potent Funk. And the members of Problem Child are myself, Illaman, Double Edge, and some guy on production. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess one of the first crews I ever got together with was London Zoo. We haven't released any music in a while, but we're doing a little comeback. Hey! Plug, 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 plug. And uh, yeah, that's 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 me in a nut. Ills? Okay. Um, 
<clears throat> These kind of questions are, are always peak for me because I can chat for fucking Britain. But um, I'll, I keep mean, it short, yeah. No, I will. I mean, um, yeah. My name's Illaman. I'm seeing shapes in the darkness. Minds taking flat like an albatross, bastards. It's the ginger beard rapper guy, bald headed, beer enjoying human being, swigging whiskey on a Wednesday. Upstaging MCs, bugging out my friendly. Head fucked off MD, cold showering on drugs. Love me in abundance and throw your frillies on the stage. Add them to my collection like pinning stickers on the page. I, go to work I started out, well, grew up in London, so I started out as a garage MC on a pirate Inside. And uh, got invited to, to rehearse and jam with a band from school. And uh, right. they were all into shit like fucking corn. No, I tell you, like, one of the guys was into corn, one of the guys was into Oasis. The bass yeah. into like fucking hard, like death metal, like rape squirrel shit. Like, <laughs> like fucked up music. And I was like, mate, what is all this shit? Because I was just into garage. I was wearing most chino jeans, you know, and fucking YSL shirts and Reebok Classics and turned to this rehearsal room with these guys. And I was like, mate, like, I don't fit in here. What am I Long supposed hairs. to do? Long hairs. Long hair, curtains, fucking all kind of shit going off. And um, yeah, basically bought the vibe and ended up getting into the music and was in a metal band. So I started in a metal band. Um, and then it was Really? You're yeah, shitting, mate. I was a metal vocalist for nine years, man. Mate, wait till you hear his deep growl. Yeah. What is the name? What was the name of the band? The band was called Flicked, F L I C T. It was. And what sort of stuff was it? Uh, well, I mean, I said I, I fucking forgot to mention. Obviously, the jungle aspect was like you know a big thing. I was heavily into like Stevie Hyper D and Brocky and Debt and fucking Skibber. Yeah. You know all them kind of guys from back in the day, Ragged Twins and whatnot. Bro. Okay. Yeah. So I had that influence. I love jungle. I love fucking garage. But I wasn't really into hip hop then. Um, right. The vibe was like I was kind of emceeing over because the drummer was kind of into you know he was kind of into drum and bass or whatnot. He was kind of open. He just didn't really give a fuck. He wanted to play drums basically. So I kind of used to MC and try to scream really badly, um, like atrociously. Yeah, it's a fucking long-winded story, this man. But our guitarist passed away. Long story short, bless him, rest in peace, Jim. You fucking wonderful soul. And um, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to continue doing music. So then, I, then I was kind of getting into hip hop, you know, properly. So, uh, well, I was into hip hop then, but I'd, I'd never really recorded any kind of beats or anything, you know. So uh, yeah. ended up. Weirdly enough, our band supported a band called Downset at the uh, at the Underworld in Camden, and Downset were like an offshoot of Cypress Hill. The right. bass a guy called Rogelio was uh, based in LA, and he used to play bass lines and all mugs and stuff. So um, he heard our band as obviously we were supporting them, and he was like, "Yo, man, this, you know this guy's flows are crazy." Because at that point, I'd worked it out, and I was actually getting pretty decent at it. So he sent over a load of beats and recorded on them. Yeah, basically went from doing the band stuff to recording on hip hop. So then applying the jungle and garage and grime flows to everything I was doing there. Um, and yeah, just started fucking going to raves and turning up at fucking dubstep events in London and like, you know, going to jungle and drum and bass events and just trying to get on the mic. And that's kind of grown. So yeah, I've kind of started in a metal band and now I'm now in the crew of Dabba. Problem child. MCing for Goldie. Yeah, we're fucking getting to MC for Goldie. You know, I've MC for some pretty fucking sick people over the years. But um, I basically do a bit of everything. I'm a musical slut. <laughs> do you remember when, I mean, I don't know if you were into all of this stuff, but do you remember there was a phase when like hip hop and like metal just like really fucking crossed over? Well, yeah, we, you... we were kind of doing that shit, man. Like I hate to right. say it, but we essentially were like, like a limp biscuity type thing. Right, right, right. Got you. But there was some like because it either works really, really well, 
or it's the fucking worst shit of all time. Like, <laughs> mate, like, mate, for I've example, heard, we've played with some bands over the years, man, and oh my fucking god, yeah. Yeah. there was um because I remember like, do you remember like when Anthrax did the Bring the Noise? They did a version of Bring yeah, yeah, the Noise, right? Yeah. And that's and so then after that, there was so much like obviously you got Limp Biscuit and sort of the obvious contenders, but there was a band and I can't I cannot find recordings of their stuff right but i'm begging people that listen to this podcast anybody there was a group a, a rap metal group called hardcore right and it was spelt like eight as c-o-r-p-s as in military yeah. core right and it was i mean i am this podcast is a better album than the album they produced like it was fucking in it was so shit the bassist was called machine gun Kelly. <laughs> If, if anybody can find that, it's well worth a listen. Do you know what I mean? Like, if anybody out there is making music and they're getting depressed about their creative output, I would highly recommend listening to hardcore and then feeling better about whatever it is you're producing. Did you ever, did you ever hear a band called Skindred? Mate? No, no. But it, like it was name, like a ragger. It was a guy called Benji. He was the vocalist. Where from? Here? England. I think they were from Bristol. Oh, is it? And there's this band called Skindred, and I believe they're still touring now because I've seen them on a few lineups. But, dudes, go and check out Skindred. The old shit, man. They're called Vampire right. Killer. Okay. Like, it literally sounded like a Bashman MC. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you man, he didn't really kill And then he's like, blah, 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 blah. We were talking about sort of jumping between genres. Uh, one of the things that in- interested me is Dabla on your album Year of the Monkey, right? You've got like a uh, forgive me for not knowing the backstory to this, All good. but you've got um, you've got a recording of somebody telling you to like that you can't do the stuff that you're doing. It sounds too old. You've got to like have change your flow up and be a bit more on the beat. Do you know what I mean it's it's like a manager or something telling you? To, yeah, yeah. So what's the, what's the story behind that and where did that sort of... Because I found it really interesting listening to that. Yeah, well, that was... Um, that's my mate, Joe, who's um, yeah. the actually, he's a house producer, actually. He owns a record label called uh, Default Position. And we've been right. mates like, for years, just, you know, from taking drugs and being idiots. And, yeah, uh, yeah we just kind of, like... We, we wrote, recorded a load of skits of like, you know, your kind of stereotypical industry types that just know how it all works, but have never fucking smashed it themselves. Got all the advice yeah. in the world, but like, you know, one of those one of those people. And we just thought that was a, it was a cool little bit to um, stitch the album together with. And we actually, we recorded them good like seven, eight years ago. I mean, that's how long it's taken me to put put that thing together. But yeah, um, yeah so that's, that's my mate Joe, who's... Um, He's a musician himself. He's also um, a stand-up. Well, getting into the whole like stand-up comedy thing. So no, stay the fuck out, Joe. We don't, need- <laughs> don't have it, man. <laughs> Keep plugging. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's where that came came from. Um, yeah. And yeah, just I always wanted to make like one of those classic albums that kind of like has has a little bit of personality that stitches it together, you know, like... Yeah. Well, one of the things that sort of seems to be common uh, with you guys is, like, all of your videos and a lot of your tracks and stuff, for both of you, like, humour really comes across and it sort of feels like a bit of... um, different to kind of I guess that in the states they tend to be more sort of po-faced about it I guess in general but over here we seem to 
well, particularly you guys seem to be more like funny with it. Is that a deliberate move, or is it just because that reflects your personalities, or what? Personally, yeah, I'm all about I'm all about not taking music or life seriously, and uh, I think it's more healthy to just have a laugh at yourself and life and, and everything. So that's that's where that's where my sort of like angle comes from. So yeah, it's intentional. I, I am yeah. not trying to be funny, but life is fucking funny. So it's just trying to put that in words, really. The other thing is like you're putting out about 17 videos a day. I've exaggerated, but like every fucking week you're dropping a new video. Like what's what is going on? Like because you can't have any. I don't understand how you've got the time to do all this shit. But what can you? What's the what's the um, uh, philosophy behind this strategy? I guess where I am, being the sort of age I am now, I don't do drugs or drink anymore. So I've got all this money, and I thought I'd just spend it on camera equipment, and uh, <laughs> and, and sort of like, because you know, all the kids these days they don't bother sort of downloading MP3s or even buying albums. They just like go YouTube, and if you know, if there's a visual. It's much better than just sort of like a bit of art with the song playing, you know what I mean? Because the, the visual and the audio together is that double kind of stimuli, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the great thing about it as well, if I can just chime in with a little fun, yeah. with a little 2P. Yeah, good. No, the great thing is nowadays as well, it's, it's easier to do. You're not saying it's easy, it's easy, but, you know, it's a lot easier to do than it was, you know, five years ago. Yeah. To shoot yeah. a video and to, to get, you know, and people really want to work, man, and people really, you know, if you get an outside editor, and want to people people want to do stuff you know creatively people are on a, on a buzz especially if they're feeding the music so it makes it 10 times easier right? and it's a chance to make us look a lot cooler than yeah. we really are yeah. you know what i mean speaking so yeah. <laughs> i'm very excited because you basically are about to drop i don't want to sort of I don't want to make too big a thing about it. Now but, make a um, massive thing of make it. Make such man. a thing out of it. Make a mountain. We should have out. some Alicia Keys and Ben action quickly. Yeah, yeah. Can we can we hear that again real Which, quick? Yeah, oh Ben. Yeah, come on. Again. Oh, sure. Um, would you want to drop it and then uh No, no, no. no just just play. The corner having a danger wank, bro. We <laughs> did, bro. <laughs> I haven't listened to a lot of I've been plug- I plugged her into my headphones, but you guys are having fun, so that's. You've got to be on standby with it. Come on, Ben. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Alicia. Yes, babe. Oh, Jesus. Yeah! <laughs> there he is. Oh, uh, my back God. Back in the room, guys. Yeah. It's a shame, the sort of the level of arrogance to have that recording and still keep your own voice in it is fucking breathtaking. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that is the suitable fanfare because I think you, we're about to drop... And you notice I say we there, Ben. Yeah. Well, this is it. Yeah, go on. Because what's about to drop? Shit. I don't want go to build on. this up. I don't want to build this up too much. But it's possibly the greatest hip hop video of all time is about to fucking drop, right? Am I? Am I? I don't. I don't think I'm. I'm exaggerating there, boys. Can you fill people in on what's about to happen? Because. I- Fully, fully back that statement, 100%. I think. Yeah. Um, there's a tsunami to... wave coming. Something's afoot. And I don't, I don't think... Start, just, you want to caveat that with, obviously, the direction on it was lacking, but carry on. Oh, so. my God. No, right, <laughs> boys, t- t- can, you, can you explain what's about to happen, please, for people that don't know? Because we've kept, we've kept this under wraps, but yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's time for people to know. I think so. So basically, our good friends uh, at the Foreign Beggars camp uh, have decided, uh, well, we did a collaboration with them and we made this song. Actually, I put a snippet of that song on the last um, 
release I did on High Focus called Chapsville. Um, yeah. Obviously, we cut out we cut out like a lot of the verses just to get people to sort of to sort of buy that shit when it comes out, yeah. you know, without yeah. giving it all away. And then um, and then uh, I think I think you're, you you yourself posted um, my album cover on Instagram, um, yes. and I got absolutely gassed because I'm a massive fan. And then I just uh, I messaged you, didn't I? And I was like, no fucking way, that's amazing for UK hip hop. And then um, yeah, just popped the question, and you know, luckily you agreed to come and get involved, and and we sh- we shot the video starring your, your good self. Yes, mate. With a couple of fly bitches and some, fly fly honeys and shit. Some 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 really <laughs> high grade food and drink, and we just had a game of table tennis down at the warehouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Problem Charles featuring Foreign Beggars and Romesh, soon come. You heard it here first. I've got to tell you, so basically, that's the cool way of telling that. But there is, there is, I mean, the truth of it is, I made a bit of a cunt of myself. Like, so, so basically what happened was just, so Dabla was saying, like, we're going to come down and do this video. The, the concept for it is a table tennis tournament and like I'm the umpire, right? All very good. Yeah. So then they arranged, and I don't know if it's like, do you know, I don't, you know, I'm a big fan, but at the same time, I don't know these guys that well. I go turn up to this fucking warehouse, right? Just walk in, it just looks, they've got this empty building, this fucking Remember beer. When Dabs was like, yo, here's the location, and I rocked up, I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yo, this shit's gully blood. <laughs> yeah. To give you an idea of the contrast for me, right, I just recorded an episode of QI, right? So, and, and then I jump into a car, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. These dickheads in North London. <laughs> a UK rap video. Turn up, turn up to this fucking warehouse, I'm on the phone to Dabler. He goes, I'm standing outside waiting for you. I pull up. He's got a fucking full tennis outfit and an Afro wig on, just stood in the middle of this industrial area. I go in and then they go, okay, if you just stand over there by this stepladder, two women are going to feed you fruit. (laughs) It was like, um, I thought I felt like I'd fucking joined a cult, but... But what I would say is a great video, the track's great. Oh, the other dick thing I did, the other dick move I made. So we had this bit where at the end we're all just, you know, in the camera sort of, obviously I'm not spitting any bars or anything, but. I did see you dancing. Yeah, I, yeah, I showed Ben seen a little bit of it. I gave Ben a little uh, premiere of the video. Mate, the skanks are sick, bro. Yeah, you shocked, shocked you, out. You got involved, you know, like, yeah. not not to interrupt you, but, you know, people of your stature, you know, yourself, you're like, ah, I'm a bit fucking reserved. You went in, mate. You went <laughs> yeah. in, you were skanking. I got an elbow to the neck. Yeah, I got elbow <laughs> to my neck. What? Do you know what I mean? I went home, I was like, hey, you never guess what happened today. I was shot a video of elbowed me in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, it was quite, it was embarrassing because first of all, I did go all in, but only for about the first 45 seconds of the song. And then my cardio fitness <laughs> let me down. Yeah. So for the last, I reckon the last two and a half minutes, I was doing this, doing the side to side dance. Like I just <laughs> hoping that nobody noticed. It fucking ran out of steam. Uh, when is that coming out anyway? Um, 27th of November on Potent Funk Records. Um, yeah, that's the uh, that's the release date. I shouldn't really say a release date, but I've said it now. So hopefully, okay. but yeah, end of November. Okay, cool. I have to say, man, as well, like 
you know, having yourself come and come and get involved in that for, for, for us, it, well, for us it was exciting too because Huge. ever since Problem Child kind of formed, I yeah. mean, I know you're aware of, of, of hip hop and of people and whatnot, and you know, a lot of people are like, fucking oh, Dabla, Illamel, and Edge in the group, like with some guy producing, that's pretty fucking sick. And obviously the foreign yeah. beggars, uh, the foreign beggars, and, you know, if you know, then you know. You should know, and um, a lot of people said, "Fuck, you know, when are you not going to do a tune together?" Because for some reason there was that association, there was that like, "Yeah, when a problem child and beggar's going to do something?" Do you know yeah, what I mean? Cause yeah. we kind of backed each other, and we've always been in and out of each other's shit or whatever. And um, so yeah, it was it, it's a it was an exciting moment to have a got on a tune together and b shot a video and have you, and have well. you involved? You know, so yeah, yeah man. What's going on, Ben? How you how you feeling, mate? Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling left out, but it sounds like you had a lot of fun, and I'm sure you guys are very happy to get another three. Yeah, ben, you ben, the yeah, Ben, do you want to direct a video or something? I prefer to dance. Uh, would be more. No, I'd yeah. love to. I would yeah. Love to. So, th- so Ben's basically he directed Asian Provocateur. He just directed uh, Carpool Karaoke over here in the states. He's directing our new show. Uh, he's so. Are you will? Is this you giving an exclusive? That you are willing to, you're signing up to I would, direct. I would do it for for free. You do it for free. Yeah. Holy fucking. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. To be honest, I don't think payment was ever on the table. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Absolutely, it wasn't. For you, but for you to pretend to be gracious yeah. enough to deny a payment that was never offered to you is <laughs> wow. what, a, what a moment for the podcast. It really is. That is magical. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, Dabla, how did you get into hip-hop? Because I heard a little bit from Millerman about how he got into it, but how did you... What was yeah. your sort of... My first album was with... It was kind of like a mixtape. We were scared to call it an album, and also I think we borrowed some tunes that we didn't have permission for, so we called yeah. it a mixtape. But it was Living Long Ting, which was on Dented Records, which was... Um, foreign beggars first label and um we had a song on that um called lips to the floor which um uh, some guy's brother actually cut this video together of loads of people getting their face smashed in you know like falling off lifts you know kind of like um what's it called just like you know clips of uh of people fucking up what do they call it fails fails yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it was um, actually CNET dubbed it as uh, the first ever user generated music video and it got it got like a well it hit a, um, over a million hits and it kind of like 
everyone thought that we'd kind of made it and really we just borrowed the song off Ronnie Size and kind of did a parody, a grime parody. And right. um, that's kind of like where we got a little buzz from. And then after that, we just started making more music through Dented Records. And that, that's kind of how I got into the scene. Um, I guess... In fact, yeah, I've got to mention Double Edge, who's obviously in Problem Child. He's like one of my favourite human beings and rappers. And he used to drag me up on stage like during his sets and give me my first sort of like little bit of light on the, on the mic and that. And that that kind of like that kind of like uh, is where the whole sort of like stage show confidence for me came from. And um, and yeah, just just kept doing it, you know, persistence, perseverance, and and, and still doing it now, and still enjoying it. Um, obviously, <clears throat> because I've got like the grime roots, and we've got the ga- uh, the garage roots, and the, and the drum and bass roots. Similar to Illa, we just like chop it up and 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 throw a whole load of shit in the soup. Yeah, it's just a uh, it's just a mix of everything that we've ever done and everywhere that we've ever been, really. And that's the kind of music that we make. Um, the Dead Players stuff, which was um, produced by Ghost Town, um, it's kind of I don't know how to explain it. It's it's a very sort of like it's a very mix of of hip hop and grime and sort of dance hall and. You know what I mean? Everything sort of like ch- chucked into the soup. I got a thing about killing it. Had a dream the team became massive. Woke up, felt shit for a little bit, but all I could think about was just smashing it. We ain't had one rehearsal, but we did get high and we talked about hiring out. But been busy with the wilding out. Forget bars and I style it out. Me old China play. With the problem child stuff, it's it's a little bit more sort of like nosebleed, hardcore kind of, you know, really. I, I can't even explain it. And I think that's why I love it. I think once you put things into boxes, they kind of like get buried and die so yeah just trying to make that different shit with obviously a lot of uh, humor involved in that do you guys because from sort of our point of view obviously you know as outsiders it feels like that uk hip-hop and it sort of feels like it's on the ascendancy does that feel like that to you or are you just sort of are you as your perception because obviously it's, you 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 struggle and you keep like trying to put stuff out and hope that you get support and stuff. Do you feel like it's got easier at all, or is it still the same and it's just a perception thing, or kind of what's your take on it? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Go on. Like, so this, for example, this says it all, isn't it? This podcast, like, you know, having this conversation with you. Yeah. I think for me, you know, you get to a certain point in life where certain achievements mean mean more to you than other things and whatnot and like not to say that we're not successful in what we do but you kind of base your achievements and your thoughts and your like processes on other stuff rather than it being you know what how is success measured do you know what I mean like yeah like me getting to have this conversation with you is for me is a, is a milestone you know it's a great moment in my career and life which is something that I'll, I'll talk about not to get deep and shit but it's yeah. true um so, the, the, you know, music's changed, man. The way it's delivered, the way it's viewed, the way it's listened to, the way it's, you know... Sold. The way it's sold, the way it's given. You know, it's, it's fucking changed. And, like, we've just stayed true to it, man. We've stayed true to doing what we fucking really love doing and what makes us genuinely happy. And, you know, as a human being, that's a really nice feeling because I've got a lot of mates, I'm sure, as we all have, that... You know, haven't got something like that. That they didn't find that thing. They didn't. They didn't lock into something that they engaged with. Yeah, so, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm waffling on, but no, no, you're not at all. But the thing, like, so for me, the thing is, is that the, the sort of the reason I'm interested is like if I 
you know, obviously I start doing stand up and Ben started directing. You know, we all got different things that you start doing. But like, uh, you have to sort of also survive. And are yeah. you continuing to do music thinking, if we keep doing this, then something, then financially the rewards will increase and I'll be able to live a bit. Or are you doing it because putting the stuff out is enough? Do you know what I mean? Like the fact that you're continuing to put music out is enough and that's where you're getting your sort of enjoyment from and doing the live shows and shit like that. The thing is though, like if you'd have, if we'd have stopped, or if I speak for myself, if I'd have stopped doing music when it wasn't financially beneficial, I'd have stopped it a fucking long time ago, you know? It's only like <laughs> yeah. 10 years, it's only 10 years of graph, you know, that now I finally get paid why I should be getting paid to do shows where I'm doing them. Right. Um, you know, and yeah, I can't afford to buy a fucking house in London yet, yeah. or probably ever. But um, yeah, it's, it's you know financially beneficial now, and it's more than it was. And mm. uh, it's the fucking journey, man. Right? Yeah, there's no pattern to it, man. Sometimes you have good times, and then there's bad yeah, times. There's really shit times, man. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you put a song out that you love. You know, yeah. I put stuff out that I love that I wrote. You know. And I fuck it, it goes out and, you know, it just, it kind of misses a little, you know, just, just by this little degree it misses and people don't hear it the way you want them to hear it or, and then what do you, how do you uh, process, you know? Yeah, it's hard to know, man. It's like, it's like Facebook and Instagram is kind of like your only kind of gauge onto who's like, who's actually like look engaged and locked on and liking it. Do you know what another great thing about it is as well? I mean, obviously, I'd fucking love to be able to, you know, make... And I could I could literally just do music, you know, 24 yeah. hours a day. I'd love to be able to just wake up every day and make music. But, you know... Drive you mad. It, it does, exactly. It, it does, it's, you know, especially when you're... And, you know, no one, no one can say any different, I don't think, any musician I know. When you have so many fucking ideas buzzing around in your head every day, all day, and you spend your, 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 your mind's time, like constantly focused on them it's a da- it's a very fine line and it's dangerous you know it's 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 um it's a fucking wonderful thing but it's a it's, yeah it's a I crazy c- thing as well i kind of like know? to keep it as my as my as my go-to rather than my be all i think if 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 it it has become my be all at some time blood, blood. don't get me wrong don't get me wrong man's gonna make millions off of the thing <laughs> <laughs> Don't millions be, of pennies one's actually going to be a millionaire one day yeah. my nan's going to have gold taps in her house it's going to be all mad than that trust me yeah money's always money's always a bonus isn't it if, you know, yeah. I, we enjoy it first I think I was going to ask like, when you put stuff out do you, are you confident or do you like we, we talk about this a lot but like every time we like make something we tend to think it's shit and spend yeah. hours and days and weeks and months just worrying and just like thinking it's going to be terrible. Is that the same for you guys? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Like, you know, destruction is part of creation. So as soon as you create something, you destroy it for yourself. And sometimes, you know, the universe suffers because it never gets to hear it. It's stuck on your fucking computer because you've just like torn it to shreds. But really just like, you know, when you're creative, that came from a good place. Like, you know, your intention from the the get-go was to, you know, to do something that that really brings joy to you and fuck what people think of it. And if it doesn't make a penny, it's like, that's, that's not part of the creative process, you know? For me, anyway, I don't have that end game of, right, this is going to get sold, right, this is going to make me this, this is going to make me that. 
I make something because it feels good at the time and, and it captures an emotion and a time space where I'm in at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the purity of it. And yeah, it kind of just gets contaminated with all that kind of, what, is, what do you reckon people are going to think? And how well do you think it's going to be received? And yeah, fuck all that, man. No, I know, I know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying. I do think like... Social media has it benefits as well as uh, negative. I mean, I'm, I've just said the most obvious thing in the history of the planet. But what I mean by that is, what I mean by that is, when you put something out, you get instant feedback on that. But also, yeah. there is a slight risk that somebody's going to say something that makes you want to go and kill yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like, 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 you know, like, you sort of go, you, I'll put out something like a photo of something from a new project that I'm going to be, that we're going to be doing, and there'll be people going, I'm excited about it, and then somebody will say, why do you look like such a cunt in the photo? This is going to be so shit. <laughs> then, like, do you know what I mean? And then you just go, oh, do you know what? I think I'm just going to switch off Twitter and go and cry for a little bit in the shower. You think so? You need that. Yeah, because if not, you're just being this like in your own little world, like, yeah, everything's sick. Everyone's, sick. everyone's like, yes, yesing me along. And you know what I mean? That's that realness coming through. Like, <laughs> I think you need that in a sense just to keep you in check and stop you sort of like, you know. No, no, no. That, boys, you are, you are misunderstanding my intentions mate I don't want to be kept oh, in check I want to be I, I want to be one of those you know I want want to be one of those guys where people go you see now fucking Romish just thinks he's like all that like he doesn't even fucking accept criticism anymore you heard this guy like he thinks his shit doesn't I want to be that guy Romish is totally yeah. fucking he's lost touch mate have you seen he's done this program where it's just him burping <laughs> I want to be that guy do you know what I mean? Where I totally, I don't want to be grounded. Do you know what I mean? I want to be like I want to have my head so far up my ass that people just go, "Fuck me!" You see this guy? He's so arrogant. He's such an arrogant cunt. That's what I want to be. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. See, I, like, I, I love to take the piss, and I'd love to do like a parody of mumble rap, but I think people would just take it seriously, and I might get myself stuck in something I don't want to be in. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, yeah, I feel yeah. you. I feel you. No, do you know what happened? To, no, do you know what? Just reminded you just reminded me of something. Where I remember that the, the last one of the things that made me stop dancing for all, forever, right? Whoa, whoa, I was, whoa. Like, I just no, listen. <laughs> I've just walked back in the room. One of the yeah. things that stopped me from dancing. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. Man. No, not that I wasn't. Listen, I wasn't a professional dancer. Okay. But I could, <laughs> I no, no. I, I remember I was at some like party. And like there's some girl, like some girl was there, really nice, like attractive girl. And I'm, you know, obviously I'm this chubby, kind of lazy eyed sort of monster. And I just eventually sort of, got, I sort of picked up the courage. I think I'm going to go dance. Like I'm going to go dance near her and sort of, you know, that approach from the around rear. Her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Around her. And then you do that for about two hours. And then if he hasn't sprayed you with something, then there could be potential for it to go. So, so I was like, I went up to like dance near her and she looked at me and pointed and she did that thing where, you know when you laugh at someone because you think they're doing a piss take dance? Like she went, ah, ha, ha, ha. but I was really dancing. And then, like, and, then I thought, and then I went to do another move like more serious. And then she just laughed even more. I just thought, I can't fucking dance with this girl because she thinks I'm fucking taking the piss dance. And then I just sort of like shit moonwalked away from her. <laughs> <laughs> it was the fucking worst, mate. So listen, um, I've got to ask you guys, um, what do you listen to now? So, Are, are you into American hip-hop at all, or do you mostly listen to British? I flick in and out, but um, I mean, 
Love the new action bods and stuff, man. Yeah. I'm sick like feet of squirrels in the summer in a bubble jacket. If this was 9-6, I death had the tunnel packed in. Big beard like I'm lumberjacking. Mash the pedal of that A50. Sound like the thunder cracking. But yeah, I, I listen to like LGR, like, like Greek radio in the car. I don't know who's singing. I don't know what the fuck they're singing about, but I'm into it. And I actually prefer music where I can't understand the language because then you kind of... Yeah, yeah, like a lot of yeah, man, a lot of like Tibetan Balkan music, Indian music, anything but like you know an English or a language I can understand because I think it takes you to a different place, lock locks all that shit out. But um, American, not so much these days, man. If I'm really? honest, nah. Well, we've been you? out here. What sick guys, I think, man. Like yeah. actions of fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Joey Badass is fucking. Oh yeah, he's like, you know. His last album, his latest album is so good, man. Like a fucking. I love that guy, man. Like, yeah. you know, and even um, what's the dude that sounds like Nas? I forget his fucking name. Um, shit, I shouldn't forget his name. But there's a dude that sounds like Nas. Everyone was like, yo, yeah. this is new Nas stuff. I, don't, I know who you're talking about. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I can't remember. His... Oh. Um, I think he's a Puerto Rican dude. Yeah. And, yeah. So he, I listen to him a lot. Fuck, and I can't remember his goddamn name. But yeah, he's sick. You know, like, yeah, just storytelling Queensbridge shit, which is fucking great. You know who else has got another album dropping, Ramesh? Who? Rock This Monster from Helter Skelter. Oh, is it? Holy shit, really? I think it's actually out. I think it's called AP After Price. Oh, is it? Um, and there's, like, two joints he released, and oh, my Lord. You know, like, he kind of went through this weird fucking transition where it was like, yeah, mate, you're trying to, like, sell shit, you can tell. I think, personally, that's my opinion but now he's released two tunes the production's on point the fucking bars are on point right. the visuals are on point really sick so I've been sorry, sorry yeah. just to interrupt you you're talking about you're talking about your old Drew the Nas the guy oh, your old Drew yeah, yeah that's yes. the guy so I wanted to talk to you about Rock because I saw you're into one of your favourite albums is like Helter Skelter Nocturnal right is that right yeah Fucking, so, yeah, do you remember? You do you remember that tune, La Fla La Fla Shkoshka? Do you remember that? That of course, man. Oh my god, that song, mate! I, when I first rock, heard Rock on that tune, it's just like first of them with big R O C K. Oh my god, man! Mate, Yo, next to snap a neck, be big R O C K. Send MCs to me and squad to three. Say Rock this monster, as he for real it can be. See him in action as he transform that man to me. Enemies ain't caught him, ain't no welcome back in my home. Not get blown like quarter slots and pay phones. Phone home or return like Jedi. I bet I can without lie give your stupid ass the red dot. Oh, remember so the at the end of the album called The Great Unknown? I don't think I'm, I... Don't and it's like a really weird sample and it's like... it's. It, He's got like these weird strings and he says this like fuck your street fighter front if you want to get hyper and like you know i'd never heard someone because obviously it was like street fighter 2 street fighter turbo but it was street yeah. fighter hyper that was like the bootleg version. Uh, yeah yeah so i was like oh, man got bootleg street fighter <laughs> yeah nocturnal was great man it was it was so inspirational you know yeah. and for me I mean, again, this is another another thing why, for me, being in Problem Child, not to revert back to previous conversation, yeah. but when I got to be in a crew such as Problem Child with Dabber and Edge, because of the charisma... Charisma! Vibes in the, in the tunes. You know, rock and rock had that. You know, ad-libs, they used to ad-lib each other. Yeah. Ad-lib. They used to ad-lib. They used to ad-lib, they used to ad-lib each other. They used to ad-lib each other, and, you know, they had these fucking crazy ad-libs, and the beats were a bit kind of different, and, yeah. you know... Yeah, so it kind of brought me back to that. Anyway, well, I yeah. think I think like when they sort of came out, it wasn't just them. But what I would say is like, 
I was like a bit of a backpacker sort of hip hop fan. And you know, like you sort of get obsessed with like people just being able to flow and like multi-syllabic and all this kind of, you know, that is who you become sort of really obsessed with. I mean, it's those guys that were just sort of like, just do cool, you know, that just they had a like a charisma about them, like you said, and just they their voices were cool and the slang they use and all that kind of shit. It sort of elevated it. Do you know what I mean? So I thought they were amazing for that. Yeah, man, that Nocturnal album was yeah, it was fucking special. I listened, I listened to it two days ago. Yeah. I was playing, I was playing it in the car. And my yeah. missus sat there. And she's like, "What's this?" I was like. And she's like, wow, this is fucking sick. I was like, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You put on, you put on, I just need to get this clarified. You put on Nocturnal and your missus went, oh my God, this is sick. And she liked it because I cannot relate to that experience in any (laughs) fucking way, shape or form. Did that really happen? Yeah. Because if I put on Nocturnal in the car, my wife would turn around to me and go, what have I told you about putting hip-hop on in front of the kids? <laughs> <laughs> but, bruv, it changed your life, um. That's true, that is true, yeah. 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 But the, the maddest thing is, it depends how you fucking break it down to it. You don't put it on and be like, oh, you listen to this shit, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, All right, listen, like, mate, 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 mate. I, I, listen, that's how they've got to be spoken to. All right, bro. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, well. I'm joking. I'm joking for listeners. I'm joking. Is that Alicia again? Is that Alicia? Is that Alicia? No, 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 Lisa. She's uh, well. She's uh, she's much better oh, than what, the, she's what, much. She's my Alicia Keys. Lisa, if you're listening, <laughs> you're 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 the every builder. No, this is going nowhere. I'm much prefer. <laughs> I've had to settle for Lisa. What are you going to do? <laughs> We're sort of almost running out of time. It's been a lot of fun talking to you boys. But I wanted to ask you: Are you getting? Do you get support from like radio and shit like that, or is it still just you're pushing it yourself? Yeah, man. Fucking, you know, Mr. Jam showing us a lot of love. That's MK showing us a lot of love. MK. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of support from the Rinse FM guys. Like, yeah, we've, we've had some. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, some... we, we give it to everyone, don't we? We've, yeah. we've started giving. Toddler T showed us a lot of love, man. Yeah, yeah. Like toddler. Yeah, no, we, we get support, man. Yeah. I think, um, you know, it's because it's it, it, there is that comedic value to it. And yeah. There is that kind of vibe to it that people are still trying to catch on to it, which is fine, but they will. You yeah. know, like, I've, yeah, anyway, I'm going to say too much, obviously, about the new one, but the new one's been sent out and people are fucking feeling it, so. Yeah, mm. um, yeah I think as long as, I mean, as an artist, you know, when you're sort of, like, getting supported by radio and you've got a record label behind you, it's quite easy to kind of, like, take your foot off the accelerator. Mm. So, um, yeah, we're just trying not to do that, man. We're just trying to sort of, like, keep it flawed, keep it moving, keep consistent, just keep just keep sort of, like, putting all this music that we've we've been sat on uh, out and just make new shit and just put it out. And What are you guys, what do you guys want to plug? I know we've talked about stuff that's coming up, but is there anything in particular you want to just sort of get, put, put, put people's attention to? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, myself and um, some guy from... Cole Mountain and London Zoo. We, we started a record label like about ten years ago. And it's probably the most casual record label in the world. Like we haven't released anything in a while, and we've just started sort of like putting it back out there. Um, so we've got a couple of Dablet songs on there, a couple of London Zoo songs, and we've got loads of Problem Child material new, coming new, through. New Illaman EP. New Illaman EP, and um, we've got Harry the Bastard doing some solo stuff. We've got Cobes from LDZ doing some solo stuff. Um, we're hopefully going to be doing some more dead players versus problem child shit but um <laughs> that shit's gonna be wild yeah yeah we've got we've got we've got lots lots to come and lots to be excited about and uh yeah it's coming in the face 
Well, look. Um, well, can I plug my shit super, super, super? Nah, super sorry, man. Sorry. So, <laughs> no, 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 we, we, we've only got a certain amount of time allocated. Ben, just play the ting, bro. Play the ting, Play the ting, No, go, man. Go, 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 go for it. So, yeah, I've, I've been I've been writing an album for about a year and a half now, um, and you know, just touching on the whole um, comedic kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, for the first time in life, I've actually sat down and really reflected on the last 15, 20 years of experience and musical um, growth and whatnot. And I've kind of applied it from the metal stuff through to the, the where I'm at now. And I, I've, I've written a pretty beautiful album in my eyes for me. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's, that's on route, man. It's, it's expressionate. It's banging. It's got vibes. It's music. When, is it, yeah, when is it coming out? When's that coming out? I'm still writing it. I'm still, oh, you're still just, but it's, it's it's eighty percent finished. There's like give or take. There's a few features that I can't really say too much about now, but they are fucking epic. Okay. And if they do come through, I'm gonna revert back to this podcast. Man, like yeah, I said it first here. All right, wicked. Obviously, you'll get all the exclusives. Of course, you will, bro. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna send nice. you some metal shit as well, Ramesh. Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send oh, you some metal. Oh, please do, mate. I'd love that. Yeah, give me some yeah. recommendations. Uh, uh, ben, do you want to plug anything? No. No. Okay, sweet. Uh, neither do I really. Um, Don't forget that video, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, the video. End of November, yeah? It's going to be, honestly, this is, it's going to, I don't want to big up so much. It's going to change. Watching you dance is good. I know, but actually, you, sorry, that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about, I've just realised, they're talking about you directing. You've agreed to direct. Yeah. 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 You said it, mate. We've been recording too. You even waved your fee, didn't you? Look, let's talk off mic. We said a lot of things in this conversation. Oh, here we fucking <laughs> <laughs> We've looked, we'll get agents involved. It'll be fine. It'll be yeah, fantastic. yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, boys, I just want to say uh, before we let you go, are such big fans. What you're doing is brilliant, and uh, yeah, keep doing it. Oh god, I mean, I couldn't right. have said it more corny, cool but I do mean it. Because I don't want you to just uh, after this podcast just immediately give up. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I give you approval to continue. I don't think we're ever going to top this, so I could probably probably just give you all up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can. I mean, what a, what a shit fucking finale to your journey that would be. But anyway. Well, well uh, Mesh, mate, my, my Nan's a fan, mate, so I've made Nan happy. So yeah. Okay, yeah. wicked. Oh, tell her I said hello. I will. Do. Yeah, enjoy LA, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucking yeah. <laughs> uh, safe, guys. Yeah, nice one. Thanks a lot, boys. Take it easy. See you soon. Thank, Thank you so much. Take care, mate. Peace and love. Yes, babe.